This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show for Monday the 1st of February 2021. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the previous hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. We're a little program that happens weekly on 3CR, Community Radio in Melbourne. Uh, about bicycles and related transport issues and all parts in between. It's my first show for 2021. Uh, Val and Faith were back last week. And, uh, yeah, we enjoyed a little break over the uh, silly season and, and January. And it was very, very, very appreciated after last year, especially after doing so much work from home. The joys of learning to produce your own stu- you know, kind of studio version at home with blankets and struggling with things like ground hum and doing all sorts of weird lo-fi workarounds to get your radio program to air. And thank you to all the staff at 3CR who have just been absolutely magnificent in keeping everything running here. Okay, on today's show, I'm going to be talking about, or actually... Um, several other people are going to be talking about Heidelberg Road and what's happening with the pop-up lanes that Department of Transport have put up in the last little while. Um, we've got a heap of news and events. I don't know if I'm going to get through it all, but something I just want to point out. On my last live show, I did it, you know, just before Christmas, had Dr Craig Fry on the show and he was talking about the two, uh, not 200th, not that yet, the 125th anniversary of the Melbourne to Warrnambool, one of, you know, the world's most long-running classic bike rides. If uh, many of you would be across the work of uh, Mark Ferguson, who does a lot of, you know, video sort of stuff, previously known as Cycling Maven, but he's had a bit of a big rearrangement of things he's had to do and all the rest of it. But he's done a video with the assistance of a bunch of other people out of the Melbourne Warnable with Craig and the rest of it. So I strongly suggest you get on to the uh, uh, thing called YouTube and have a bit of a squiz at that. And what else have we got? Just quickly, you may have heard some interesting news about a green wave. Yep, uh, these things have been discussed for an incredible long time in terms of like you ride at a certain pace with uh, electronic signage or, you know, kind of traffic signals giving people the ability to ride at a certain speed to get to, you know, to to the traffic lights and you get a, you know, a bit like, you know, if anyone rides the upfield. But, you know, if you you ever get to um, the inward or outward bound train on uh, the upfield bike path and, yeah, you probably know what I'm talking about. But that, looking at trying to get extra capacity for people riding in, from memory, it was at something just over like 20 to 26k per hour you'll go at to get the next light so you get a clear run in. And, you know, I got a bit of, bit of minor criticism of maybe, you know, you don't ride at that speed. Well, the point 
is for the morning and afternoon peaks because if you ride there and you're at you know you're sitting there at the dam and you're going there's this line of people well at any other time ride whatever speed you like it's really only for one block it's going to be it's between Princes and Elgin Street. So, yeah, if you're very familiar with that area, it's kind of basically traffic signal optimization. If you've got it for multiple intersections, it's a bit more complicated. Uh, Department of Transport is upgrading the intersection of Canning and Princes Street by repainting the line markings and repainting the road surfacing. Well, that's always a good given. And pedestrians will get yellow crossings in addition for the green for bikes. It's going to be interesting to see that happen. You know, there was, oh, going back, Ages ago, it was um, a bit of being a bit jocular, wanted an underpass there because, you know, seriously, it, um, bicycle, car, grade separation, I reckon that'd be a beauty, but I don't know if we're ever going to get the funding for it. Um, or, you know, anyone in the uh, Department of Transport or Vic Roads thinks that a project lot that's got merit. Oh, I think it has. Anyway, uh, I might as well get into the interviews I've done. This is about Vic Roads. I should say Department of Ant Transport, because it's kind of intermerging of these two two departments, of what has uh, been installed on Heidelberg Road. The Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion, and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. Jeremy from Streets Alive Yarra. The Victorian State Government has announced that it will make it safer for people to cycle around Melbourne by building 100 kilometres of new pop-up bike lanes. Let's take a look. This video is looking at the new Heidelberg Road pop-up bike lanes, which join onto the existing Wellington Street bike lanes, which then flow onto Albert Street bike lanes and into the city. To improve conditions for cycling and decrease the level of traffic stress, the Department of Transport has increased the space on the street allocated for cycling. On the street, it's now clear that two people can cycle side by side at a relaxed place. It's a lot more comfortable. My name's Jeremy. I live in the city of Yarra and I'm the president of Streets Alive Yarra, a non-profit volunteer community group who's interested in building a more beautiful, livable and accessible city. So I went out and had a ride on Heidelberg Road, new pop-up bike lanes yesterday with a friend, Steve Nurse, who lives in Clifton Hill. And we uh, started off at his house, which is pretty close to the lanes, went all the way out to the end, turned around and came back, and then connected down to the Wellington Street bike lanes, all the way down to the MCG, which is close to my house and back home. So it was a nice afternoon ride. And my conclusion was the Department of Transport did a really good job. They've allocated a lot more road space, which means that two people can cycle side by side at a relaxed pace. 
and the level of traffic stress has been greatly reduced. So yeah. I say thumbs up. Would there anything about that you would adjust in terms of you know lane width or actual the actual length of the of the, the treatment they've put in? Look, I think for the for the what they aimed at, which is to join the Wellington Street bike lanes out up to Fairfield, they did a good job. I mean, there's not too many choices that you've got if you're investing only small amounts using tactical urbanism. So the simplest way was what they did. They chose one lane and put in some yellow lines. And that meant that some sections, the, the bike lane seemed quite wide, but there wasn't really a middle option to choose. How did you feel going over the bridge as you get towards Hoddle? Oh, the bridge was a lot better. Yeah. I haven't ridden that many, many times, but I was there with a, another person and she commented that she usually goes on the footpath. But this time she felt a lot better going on the on-road path. So I think it was a big improvement. Yeah, because it's really one of the very few uh, routes out to the northeast. Besides, if you go along, you know, the the known shared contour paths, you know, and that takes you forever. And that's why people choose to ride Heidelberg Road. I think it's going to be a great success, and I hope that the Department of Transport uh, uses this technique to test a whole bunch of other routes and eventually build out the whole strategic cycling corridor network. Nominations are sought for the Darabin Community Awards for individuals and groups who have made an outstanding contribution to the Darabin community over the past year. We are delighted to announce two new categories, Cold Elder Community Leader of the Year and Cold Emerging Leader. Nominations close 11th of February 2021. For more information, contact the City of Darabin on 8470 8888. That's 8470 The City of Darabin is a 3CR supporter. My name's Emma. I ride my bike around quite a lot. I ride into work as often as I'm allowed to go into work and I've been living in Fairfield for about 10 years now and riding up and down Heidelberg Road for quite a lot of those years. I think it's great. I wish it had been around about five years ago because we used to ride down to school with our primary school kids for years and something like this would be brilliant for that. We often went on the footpath because we could but actually it's a lot safer being able to go on the road safely when there's lots of places where the cars can well, when the cars need to go through to various side streets, they know you're there much better when you're on a dedicated bike lane that's really safe. So that's a great aspect of it. What about the actual length and the infrastructure that's been used? Do you think it should be longer or different different Uh, sort of treatments? Yeah, there is one bit that I do wonder about, which is... Uh, Yes, it's not quite long enough because it hasn't done anything about what I think is the most dangerous bit of that road, which is where it goes over Punt Road. I've never been happy about that bit of bike path. The railing's way too low. And um, so this is great infrastructure and it stops just before that bit. Mm. They really need to do something about it. And probably there's not quite as much room on the bridge there for something as good as the lane that goes up to it but definitely something like more fencing would be very good on that bridge. 
And how have you found riding along there? It's really changed what you do. Do you, you know, like, do you commute? Well, I have, I haven't been riding along there as often this year as I would have in a lot of previous years, obviously, because of the state of things as they are. I've really enjoyed riding it when I have ridden it. The best part is the bridge over the river. So riding along that section where you got funneled onto the footpath at that point was always an exercise in dodging pedestrians and you know people walking their dogs and bicyclists coming the other way and all sorts of stuff. And just being able to go just straight through on the road makes that bit much better. It's really very good around here. Like it's a great place in general for cyclists with all of the, um, with the rivers in particular, because there's so many bike paths along rivers and they go in all sorts of different directions. So whichever way you need to go, you can usually figure out a way that's got a good bike path taking you more or less towards where you wanna go. So um, nothing springs to mind about what should they do next, but I'm sure there's something, there's always improvements you can make. If you've been on the Vic Roads feedback link to put your bit? Don't even know about, like, that there is a link. Ah. So, <laughs> this is important so, for the listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, these things pop up and we see the infrastructure going up and the little signs on the actual road itself saying, hey, here's the new bike path. But I guess that doesn't necessarily translate into knowledge about, you know, Vic Rhodes's schemes for giving them feedback or anything like that. We just sort of look at the physical stuff on the road and go, oh, new bike path. Great. Let's ride on it. Okay. So this is a, a um, feedback for Vic Rhodes feedback, which is if you're going to put little bits of signage up about your infrastructure, how about doing a shortened URL so people can give feedback? Possibly. I'm not sure if I would necessarily pay much attention myself, you know, because I'd just be riding along and going, nice bike path. But I'm sure someone would look at something like that and actually um, be motivated to give feedback. Thank you so much for making time. No Hi, this is Mitchell from Cut Copy, and you're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio. Subscribe now. My name's Stephen Nurse. I've lived in Clifton Hill for about 30 years and I'm, I'm a regular cyclist. I like the new cycle track on the Heidelberg Road because it lets people of all abilities cycle. It connects two villages really, the Clifton Hill Village and the Fairfield Village. So if people were scared of cycling before, they have now, you know, don't have any excuses to get on their bikes and, um, you know, ride along that section, which was previously either very crowded or very scary to ride on the road and it like uh, helps people connect as you said with the two villages that's a really good point because uh, people seem to think with cycling for transport it's for morning and afternoon peak commuters and you're saying it's for people who just want to get around yeah that's right like for example with me our banks closed in clifton hill so you get that two k's to the nearest commonwealth bank you know, I'll I'll go up there or go up to an op shop or something. 
So, I mean, it's there as part of a cycling route to the city, but then it can also just be a local route that, that local people can hop on and off and That's, yeah. just feel more confident cycling, I so, guess. Yeah, so what's your kind of observations on it? You reckon they've got it right or it should be a bit longer or any technical sort of stuff you'd like to see with it? There's a few spots that are actually quite harsh on cars and I think that's a bit of a shock to quite a few drivers. I think with COVID traffic, it's okay, but unless they're really careful with their traffic management, mm. there will be, you know, traffic blockages at, at certain times. I mean, there were already, and now it's it's slightly more blocked. So, you know, time will tell. If, if they have the right, you know, trips on, so that if there's a long queue of cars, then, you know, say out of Fenwick Street, the lights go on for longer and all the cars can clear. That's... You know, that would be good. That would be, you know, work for everybody. That's something that uh, Department of Transport and Vic Roads need to finesse a bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I think a lot of it's really fine and restricting to two lanes on the bridge, you know, that's all no problem, And that, but that's a huge benefit to cyclists. I think it's good, and um, I did ride the whole of the route today and uh, down to Wellington Road, and it, it does improve access, especially if you're a beginner cyclist then that's the way to go. You know, later, if you know all the streets, you could work things out and work out a different route. But for a beginner cyclist, it's it's perfect, really. If you go from beginners to... Like, there's bunch rides along there, too, that I've seen in the mornings. Yeah, look, I don't think it hinders the cars that wrote much on Heidelberg Road. It's just some of the uh, traffic lights that could hinder cars a little bit. But, you know, mostly they could just get on with it, you know. now or never for climate action. So join the National Sustainable Living Festival this February for a program showcasing cutting edge solutions to the ecological and social challenges of our times. Be part of the change and join the sustainability movement with a month of workshops, talks, demonstrations, artworks, exhibitions, films and live performances. It's time to reset to climate safe. For the full program, go to slf.org.au. The National Sustainable Living Festival is a 3CR supporter. Andrew, I'm a cyclist in Melbourne. I'm quite an active cyclist. I call myself both commuter as well as sports cyclist. There's been recent um, developments around Melbourne in terms of some pop-up bike lanes that the uh, both some city councils um, in the inner parts of Melbourne as well as the state government encouraging and, and um, having uh, been built as a result of more people commuting from COVID and to prevent the roads from blocking up. One of those is, is Heidelberg Road. And I was recently on there, and I think it's um, I think it's a fantastic initiative, actually, as you'd not be surprised to hear from someone who, who rides quite a bit. There's a section that goes for, I guess, about five or six kilometres from more or less uh, a bit after or on the city-bound side of Chandler Highway um, in towards the city. Yeah, I think it's quite quite visible and quite... Um, I had quite a few cars, actually, um, you know, which which you could see really paying attention to, to, the, to the vibrant colours and the... Um, the, the paint scheme that they've applied there. So I think it's a great initiative. 
It's good because it connects down uh, to existing bike routes, you know, like the Wellington Street Protected Lanes, the uh, city of Derebin have put in pop-up lane on South Crescent, which connects as well. And it's really one of the main ways to get in and out of the northeast, it, um, with the exception of like going along the shared trails, which tend to be long contour lines, which aren't really good for a straight commuting. Yeah, that, that's spot on, Chris. <clears throat> I um, I often, uh, as a lot of sports cyclists um, do, often ride out towards the hills um, up, uh, up around from, from sort of Viewbank uh, in a northeasterly sort of wedge direction towards um, you know, the back part of Altham and, and out towards researching Kangaroo Ground and, and onwards, Warrandyte, et cetera, et cetera. Heidelberg Road is, I, I live just south of the city, in fact. Um, and so Heidelberg, you know, I, I would often dog leg through or, or sort of rat run through uh, East Melbourne to Collingwood up towards Clifton Hill and, and, and then out uh, along Heidelberg Road to, to get out towards, you know, those quieter roads that are in the back part of Altham. And once, once you're out there, you know, taking non-direct uh, ways is quite fine. You just want to be off the main road. Yeah. But but it's the getting in and out of the city, um, you know, the, the first 10 kilometres out of town kind of thing, which really matters. And Heidelberg Road is a, a very popular choice for, for both commuters and sports cyclists alike. Um, you, it doesn't take sit out there on Saturday morning um, anywhere along that stretch through Elphington, um, Ivanhoe, etc. at 7am and uh, on a sunny weekend and you'll see you know, hundreds of cyclists come past and it, it really is <clears throat> you know, a, an important route. I, I had an interesting experience actually while I was while I was on there uh, when the, for the first time a couple of weeks ago on, on the way back from a ride out towards Eltham and I had um, just before the Chandler Highway bit, so before the I was heading inbound before the um, the bike lanes really begun. I had someone. I was rolling along. It's just, you know, thirty kilometres an hour, and and there was there was someone in the car, wound his windows down, and kind of, um, you know, he was rolling along next to me at the same sort of speed, and and asked me, you know, in a, in a he, he he seemed almost confused, you know, so asking what's going on with the bike lanes up there, you know, what are they there for? Oh, I just you know proceeded to explain patiently to him, you know, that more people are riding their bikes. It's, the safe you know makes it more safe and when it's more safe more that even encourages additional commuters so hopefully i live in optimism that's one i, I expected a a bit of a um, not confrontation but a kind of a semi pessimistic perspective from from the from the driver but it, it turned out to be i think a productive conversation so ho- hopefully that's that's one one driver that's uh, informed and and um, you know positive towards the the initiative yeah because you're saying that initial 10k <laughs> is really important like um like I, I ride around the inner north and every time i've been on the service road for uh, queen's parade and i see riders you know you have that um we we go left and you go straight ahead and i've always kind of seen people going past up Hodelberg road and i have this little positive affirmation in my head and they're like please you know get home be okay because god i hate riding on that you see yeah. people turning off and going up Hodelberg road and like you know, thank whatever deity or non-deity for putting the, these things in because, yeah, it's something that's really struck in my mind for over 20 years of this is basically for many people that, who ride the only way in and out of the northeast and especially over the really tight bit of the bridge further along. Yeah, in terms of, I think, to pick up on your point earlier there, Chris, in terms of <clears throat> extension, the, the very first thing I, I said to some people who you know, after I said, oh, well, along these new bike paths, they're great, you know, and amongst 
amongst my cycling friends, most not all of which live in, in the in the north, you know, sort of out in all, all parts of Melbourne. We're all happy to see um, infrastructure being built, irrespective of whether it's in our backyards or not. But it definitely, I, I think, does start a little bit too late or, or you know, or finish too early, depending on your your direction of travel, whether you're coming inwards or, or outwards. Uh, you know, it sort of it terminates. <clears throat> at least I was only coming inbound, so I haven't experienced it on the outbound direction. But it terminates before um, before Chandler Highway, and, and really the um, the stretch from Chandler Highway all the way really up to about I guess Ivanhoe, really, uh, particularly like as you say across the um, across the Yarraben Park, there's near George Knott Reserve yeah. where the athletics track is, and, um, and and for sort of out, out towards Alfred to pass Dan Murphy's and etc. Um, that that sort of four or five k stretch can become you know it's quite up and down, um, and you know. You, you can have quite varying speeds but you know on the descents you can be moving just as fast as traffic but depending on how strong you are as a cyclist you, you, if you're a commuter you, you may well struggle up some of the hills at 15 kilometers an hour so um i, I wouldn't feel you know as, as a as a as someone who's say less less confident or new to cycling so and, and you know, so you're not strong necessarily mm. certainly wouldn't be somewhere that you'd feel very confident if you lived you know say beyond the bounds of where it currently ends you know sort of around that um, Clifton Hill sort of area. So I think really to, I think to pick up that point, you know, if the state government and the city council wish to encourage people that live sort of more more like Alfington and Darabin and and, and Ivanhoe, um, in a very commutable distance to the city, you know, by, by bike, um, then then it, it ought to be extended at, at least to say perhaps Ivanhoe Station. as a sort of takeaway point and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm singing the praises or I'm, I'm singing to the choir here really or really how, whatever whatever um, analogy you wish to use the, the more infrastructure that's in, in convenient safe places that the more people are going to cycle and, and you know the, the the more awareness there is even even if there's for, for all those cars out there or drivers out there who who, who, who never see themselves as being a, a, a cyclist or a rider and, and perhaps uh, visually offended by the outfits that we wear um, <laughs> and, and that's um, you know that's not always the case. But I put them I put to them to this. You know, for, for every person on a, on a bike, that's one less person driving their car to work. And and, and that just makes you know if you're someone that could never see yourself as, as riding to work, or it's completely inconvenient because you're a tradie or whatever. Yeah, you know, it, it just makes it makes congestion. If ten percent of people ride, then that's you know ten percent fewer cars, and that that ten percent actually matters a lot ask any tra traffic engineer that, that last 10 percent really makes makes a hell of a difference to congestion so um yes. i think if we can enc encourage people to give it a try by by making it safe um then that's a that's a fantastic start and that's yeah. certainly what the experience of other parts of the world have well you can imagine 10 percent less off your morning and afternoon peaks and also that 10 percent off you know that the ripple effect you have when there's an incident something a bit more positive to think about i mean riding a bike is just another way of getting around and just take all the you know, the um, furor and the energy out of these silly debates I see, you know, we see a lot of them. I mean, people do have, uh, sometimes have, well, you know, a point of view they need to get across, but invariably it's just another way of getting around. Exactly. No, no one ever, um, no one gets too, too offended by someone walking. Thank you so much for your time. Excellent. Thank you. change we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. 
It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter. And thank you to uh, Jeremy, Emma, Steve and Andrew for making time to have a chat about the Heidelberg pop-up bike lanes. And if you want to put some feedback in, uh, you're not on the internet, give Vic Rhodes a call, write him a letter. If you are on the internet, um, search for Heidelberg pop-up lanes on the Vic Rhodes website and, yeah, you'll find uh, a feedback bit where you can put your little you know, little marker in, vicroads.mysocialpinpoint, that's all one word, .com forward slash pop-up bike lanes. I probably got that URL wrong, but you can, you can find that quite well, I think. And, again, you know, if you're not on the internet, give them a phone call. Okay, quick bit of news and events. Okay, this Wednesday, the 3rd of February, uh, Moreland Bicycle User Group are having um, a bike ride. You can meet them at Moreland uh, Railway Station at 10am for a 10.10am departure. Should be back by about 4.30. Bring your bike, sunscreen, wet weather gear, Mikey snacks and all that sort of stuff. Pace will be leisurely depending upon the requirements of the group. And if you're interested, give Ross a call on 0407-321-321. 803. Now, next week, coming up on the 10th of February, that's next Wednesday, the Big Bite Film Night is back in Melbourne, and uh, that's going to be at Village Cinemas Crown down South Bank, and that's from uh, 6pm to 8pm. I've got the details here off the uh, Try Booking website. I haven't got my URL in front of me. Oh, I am silly. Anyway, um, doors open at 5.40, film screenings start at 6pm, general seating, no allocated seats. So yeah, we've previously spoken to Brent uh, Brent over oh, a couple of years ago. So I'll put the details for that into the podcast, so remiss of me not having it on me. Anyway, that's all I've got time for today. First show back for 2021. Uh, thank you for... Um, for listening today, especially for our guests and 3CR, we rely upon the subscription and donations of you, our wonderful listeners. So don't forget to go to 3cr.org.au and look for the subscribe or donate options and also go for forward slash podcast and our podcast should be up later today or Tuesday if I get my act together. Okay, uh, up, uh, next is uh, Shebop followed by Black Block and Val and Faith will be back next week. CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.